Who did the assignment I gave to you last week? Who did? Okay. No hands. Okay. Okay. I'm going to repeat that assignment. I'm just going to say it to us. An activity we did last week was to have everybody stand at the extreme ends of these chairs and to decree on the four seats beside them that they were going to fill it up with human beings. Amen. And that's an assignment for you. Because the word of the Lord that came is that you have been given peace in this house. You are led by people who are peaceful. But your shoulders are heavy because those who are supposed to carry your burden, they are out there. And they're supposed to be in here. Those you need to be divinely collected to for that solution you're seeking, they're out there. A woman was barren for years. And there was a doctor she was introduced to, but she just like, I've seen better doctors. Eventually, she went to this doctor. And then the doctor did a test other doctors did not do, a thyroid test. And they discovered that she had some cells in her body that were killing children at birth. They're supposed to protect her. You know, we all have those cells that protect us from sickness and all that. I don't know the exact what doctors would call it. But at times they become hyperactive. Anti, thank you. That's the word. So they become hyperactive and they would kill whatever they believe is strange in your body. So she didn't have any problem apart from that. So what they needed to do was to bring down our immunity so they don't attack the baby. And because she didn't have immunity anymore, she had to be careful not to contact even something as, as little as cold. And that way she carried two pregnancies to full term. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you're supposed to be connected to somebody and you're fighting that person, you're supposed to be connected to somebody and the person is still outside the fold. It may be a while before our healing will come. I've been looking at all of you now. The topic I'm talking about today is hurting healers. The healers that are hurting, that are pain, that are heartbroken. I've been talking to all of you now, you're looking at me. But guess what? I can't see you because I don't have my glasses on. Right? So from where you're looking at me, you're looking at a beautiful woman who is preaching, who is probably making eye contact, or you may be condemning me for not making eye contact. You don't know my pain. But from where you're sitting, you're able to judge. If I did not tell you this, you believe I'm seeing you until when I call, Roque, I'm going this way. Then you say, has she gone cuckoo? But I can't see you. I can't see your eyes. I can see your form where you're seated. But because of a medical condition called myopia, I cannot really see you. And this is why a lot of us are hurting. People do not see your pain. And so they cannot care for you. And when you're really sure, then, so, 
This sermon is inspired by my younger sister, who is now going to be with the Lord. She was dealing with cancer, but God healed her from cancer. Listen to me very well. I'm now not talking my streets. I'm talking as God has directed me. This wasn't one of the things I wanted to share. She was healed from cancer because cancer got her into a wheelchair. But she was healed. And one day she said to me, Hey, mommy, you know, that's not for you. Cancer is for me. It's not for me. Cancer is for me. You know, I will be sung for cancer. When you bought, I've been in a loveless marriage. Unfortunately, once she was dealing with cancer, she couldn't even tell church members. So nobody, nobody could help her. Because her husband wanted her to use faith. Don't confess it. Don't say it to people. So they would finish service. Instead of her going to rest, take her medication and rest, she would still attend to people. She was hurting, but she is a healer. People were coming to her. She got the name for me, no darling. That was her nickname. There was no dull moment. She would be sick all through the night, but she's on the podium in the morning, ministering to souls, and souls are getting healed. They did not know her trouble, so they could not come to her aid. What trouble are you carrying? Some men will be dealing with impotence, and their wives do not know. So they will take a medication that would help them have an erection. The wife does not know. Because they're thinking in their heads, if she knows, she may not help me. If she knows, she may leave me. Hurting healers. Hurting healers. We know Jesus Christ to be the healer. Why? Because he has healed so many people. Can we mention some of the things he has healed that you read about? Jairus' daughter. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody? Mary Magdalene. Eh? Mary Magdalene. Thank you, Mama. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, thank you. Healer was at some point hurting. 
If you can open your Bibles to Hebrews 4 5, another person to Psalm 34 19, another person to 2 Corinthians 4 17. And if you're there, just read. We're still talking about Jesus the healer. Jesus the healer. Hebrews 4 5. And in this place is 415. 415. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Thank you. The healer is able to sympathize with our weakness because he knows how it feels. That's the only reason. He can sympathize. If you read Psalm 34 19, he assures us that he will deliver us from all of them. Second Chronicles 7 4 talks about the fact that he is able to heal our land. Second Corinthians 4 19 talks about the fact that for a light affliction, which is for a moment, working for us a far more exceeding eternal way of glory. That's God the healer. The Trinity who heals. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Now, let's look at these four questions. Who are the healers? Who are the hurting healers? Why do we experience hurt? How can we live above hurt? Let me show you a scenario with you. A church scenario. A minister has been invited to give the word, like we were at a conference yesterday, a women conference, and to the glory of God, all the women here were part of the conference. You know, and it was for the weekend, somewhere on Friday, somewhere on Saturday. He continued to do. So after, a lot of people would go and meet the special guests for the speaker. They want to be ministered to. Few of us had an opportunity to meet Mommy Jill, for instance. And you go and meet a woman of God, and she prays for you. Your name is the long line. She prays, she sees vision. You know, the name of miracles are happening. Cancer being healed. People getting jobs. This happening. That happening. And the woman of God is thankful. How can I bless you? Lord, I thank you for this. I'm doing this powerful work with me. But it gets to a point. The woman of God says, But, but, when will my whole prayer be answered? Mm. Do we even think about it? That those who are going to see, to see for us, to help us, to counsel us. They also have points of pain. And they are trusting God to be healed. We do not get to them and help them. The things I'm going through, the ministry I'm in charge of, members are not aware. So if you expect them to care, they may not care. So the scenario I've prompted for us is of a woman of God who is being used. We all know Pastor Lukoya 
of MFM, and how powerful God has made me to the glory of God. But for years, they didn't have a child. They had children, but they didn't have biological children. So how must it feel when people are calling me? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus was a healer and he healed many people. Baba Deboye must be fasting more days than eats. And many are healed through them. I don't know too many of God who would ask for 70,000 children for his birthday. And people keep coming, and still coming, and still coming to thank God. But do you think that he's problemless? Do people see his pain? Someone recently shared something with me about himself and his wife, and it must be a point of pain for them. And I've been praying about it. But we seldom see those points of pain. Let's look at John 14, 12. Let's look at John 14, 12. If you're there, you can read John 14, 12. Believes in me will do the same works I have done, and even better works because I'm going to be with the Father. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. This is telling us that they're all he has. Anyone can do the works of Jesus. It's only that those people have mentioned Mofiara Moji, the God, the extra man in working with the Lord. So we call them healers. But let's look at Jesus, the hurting healer. At a point in his life, he was hurting so badly. But nobody knew. Let's open to Mark 14, 32 to 40. Mark. Mark 14. If you're there, just read two verses. Another person will read two verses. Mark 14. Thirty-two from thirty-two. Thank you. Can somebody else read 39 to 40? So that because of our time, 39 to 40. And again, he went away and prayed and spake the same words, verse 40. And when he returned, 
he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Neither wished they what to answer him. Thank you very much. Because this man was hurting, he took disciples to Uganda mm. to pray with him. Mm. He was in pain. At times, you call a friend, come and pray with me. I remember when I lost my loved ones. I mean, people came around, and one of them wanted to watch Z World. Are you hearing me? <laughs> one of them said, I can't miss. Z World. She wanted to watch Z World is a Indian dream. They came to condole me, but she wanted to watch Z World. Of those around at that point in time, she was the closest to me. You know what I did? I had to stand up from the living room. I just went into a room privately. And this must have been how Jesus felt. Jesus left the disciples and withdrew. He must have sensed that they were not fully with him. So he withdrew. But he still left them to continue praying. By the time he returned, they were sleeping. The healer was hurting. And his bodies, his allies, his key people, his caucus members were sleeping. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sure to them they were very sure Jesus is alright. And people say that about oh, you're very small, you're a strong man, you should be fine. I have a friend, but I have a problem and I call. When I get the call back, I say, ah, I know you now, you are strong, you can take this, you're fine. The disciples must have believed that Jesus was okay. You can, you can take this. Ah, ah, Superman. You got this. And that's why. Can't take this. <laughs> You've lost one wife before, so you can take, you know, the second one behaving like a bad woman, you can't take it. They believed that Jesus was alright. But guess what? Jesus was not only sweating for a for praying and planning. He was sweating blood. If they had come to check him, if they had sent just one person to check on him, they would have known that he was You have a friend that you never knock on the first door to check on him or her. Many women who go through miscarriages, do you know we don't have people to comfort us? People believe you don't have a loss. Because it's not physical. But the loss of a child was lived in your womb and you could not pray forth to life, could drive you insane. But people just come and pray, and you're like a KJ, quiet prayer, and believe. In the years I was unmarried, 
No pastor in my church was a minister. Nobody came and said, Oh, let's agree together. Let's pray on this. Let's go to the mouth. Nobody did. Especially when we see this act. So when they're not eating rice now, you're waiting too long, too long now. Not who you believe she is. 
she said to 419. What do you call? What do you tell? So you're groaning or that you have a child that is promiscuous or a child you have straight from and people are looking up to you. Who do you talk to? If Jesus could hurt brethren, we can and have hurt him. When we think less of ourselves and we think more of the other person, we're in a position to help them better. There was a time in my life I said to God, I was in the church and nobody seemed to see the fact that I didn't have a job. <laughs> you know, and it's a church of affluent people. And what they want to do like, Healers 
are humans. Is it not only normal that they might have issues or problems? Like Jesus' disciples, everyone comes to tap from healers. No one ever thinks about their own welfare spiritually, emotionally, materially, or otherwise. What can we deduce from Jesus' reaction against the man? One, Jesus took no offense. He returned again and again until his own hour came. He remained the healer. When the hair of an enemy was chopped off, he brought forth healing, even in that situation. Mm. He surrendered himself. He emphasized that his disciples must show empathy by leaving his own problems behind and going to them. No pride was found in him, and he did not punish anyone. He didn't get back and say, eh, I'm afflicting all of you with madness. We fall down and die. <laughs> you know? So why should you, as a healer, because that's what we're called to be, I introduce myself now as a woman of God who shares the word to heal. So, why should you leave above hurt? One, hurt is Satan's tool of manipulation and control. So if you don't leave above it, you're going to be manipulated, you're going to be controlled. Hurt can rob you of peace and the joy of salvation. It can lead to loss of relationship with people, with God. It can lead to sicknesses like depression, hypertension. It destroys harmony and unity. It creates a gap between us and our greatest ally. We're going to take that prayer point before I continue that I'm only took earlier. Flood my life with your light and with your life. Brethren, go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, flood my life with your light and your life. I need you to inject me with your blood. I need your light in me, Lord Jesus. I need you to flood me with your life and with your light. I want your light to be in me so that your light can shine through your life in me, Lord Jesus Almighty. My life is empty without you. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name we are decreed. So how can we ensure that we live above her as Christians? Whether you're a leader, you're a pastor, you're a worker, you're a member. How? Remember that it's essential that we follow the example of the healer. Who hurts deeply, but it took no offense. It took no offense. A professor once told me that you don't have a right to be hurt. And I'm like, why would you have a right to be hurt? I mean, if somebody hurts you, you have a right to be. And the person says, why are you hurting? And broke it down to the point that it was explained as self, mm. as pride. Mm. 
next year. Or after that event, because I took it as a constructive criticism, I went to God and said, Father, you will not marry me. Do you believe you came at me? And God told me, the messages I've been giving you, you've been giving it to people. You need to begin to apply it to yourself. And I began to apply it. So doctors who heal cancer die of cancer. Because they question what they give to people. You may be a counselor and you are dying of lack of cancer because you refuse to apply a counsel to yourself. But the next year, I was married to the glory of God. Your problem is not your pastor's problem. Understand that. Jesus did not get upset when the disciples chose not to be there for him. If the pastor is left, left to solve your problem, good. If not, remember Psalm 27, 10 to 14. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will do what? The Lord will take me up. If someone abuses you with your challenge, go and cry to God your maker, your creator. Don't bury yourself in pain. Don't bury yourself in self-pity. Don't bury yourself in hurt. Healers can and have hurt him. We must be sensitive to the healing of the Holy Spirit. When somebody comes without a car to celebrate with you, that is not way to say fear no deal. No. It's not when to say your own soul will come. It's a prayer when you reverse the thoughts. Somebody comes to celebrate me with you. Like, ah, Baba will not know. It's not a good prayer. It is not. At that point in time. The same reverse say, to do a lesson, lesson car. Because when you say Mama will know you, those who don't know that person's point of pain already know. You are announcing the person's shame. Somebody say you are dead. If they say it to you in very ground, do you like it? You are very somebody is very somebody and you want to celebrate. And she says to you, Tiago and Bill. Ah, the person becomes the enemy to kingdom come. When my mom passed away, somebody said to my brother, said to my brother, oh, was it uh, come back to uh, uh, no. was it uh, uh, welcome to the club? Welcome to the club. My brother said, Did I apply? Did I apply?
people, even without knowing that we are hurting them. Amen. 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 When people call me around that time, some will be saying, Congratulations. At least don't bring him back. I had to switch off my phone. Can I love you now? Shame. So I was here that somebody. I switched off my phone. Let me not use my mouth of authority to decrease something evil into somebody's life or congratulate. But guess what? Shabi, we said heaven is a good place. So another question. Conversely, is what you are seeing when that person goes to heaven. That's another topic. If they truly went to heaven, Yes, we miss them now. But what are you hurting? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We can help people who are hurting by being there for them. We may not be able to take their pain away, but we can lighten their burdens. Galatians 6 2 says, instead of being wrapped in our own hurts, we can help lighten burdens. A text, a call, a visit, a gift. We'll go a long way. A book! This time we'll see, I know I'm big. Find time to visit the person and talk about how you receive your own Today in church, people come on the altar to talk about praise the name of the Lord, Lord, that giving me triplets. They often do not have ideas. So somebody who is not aware is sitting in the congregation and saying, me. Lord Jesus, do my word like that. And she's counting calendar. For fatal windows. She has no knowledge of what she did. People do not share. There are books you can buy for the person. You know a man in the church is seeking employment. Buy a book. Even without you saying the word, you can be praying for the person. Praise the name of the Lord. When we win, we all win together. And when we lose, we all lose together. So we want to make sure that we win. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If Jesus was not a superman, then no one can be a superman. None of us is. A superman. Let's be on our feet and begin to pray. Let us begin to pray. Let us begin to appreciate God. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be
to heal and give us the grace to let the water of your word wash away our hurts and our pain. In Jesus' precious name we are concluded. Amen. I thought our staff was going to give us more prayer points.